Hi, beautiful soul. So today you're in for a treat. You'll be hearing from Sandy Monroe, and we're talking all about intuition and how it tells you exactly what you need to be doing to live your best career and life. If you feel unclear about your purpose and your career direction and what you should be doing next, Sandy says that your guidance system is still there. It is inside of you. But the problem is that most of us don't listen to it. But rest assured, it's still there. So we're talking all about how we get disconnected from that inner guidance, ways to reconnect with it, and what stress has to do with it. We're talking about how to change from feeling stressed out to peaceful. And this conversation will have two parts. So with this conversation, we set a powerful intention to nurture women who are ready to show up for themselves and create a life they deserve. So here's part one from our conversation with sweet and insightful Sandy Munro. So let's go. Hi, everybody. So today, uh, I'm super excited to have Sandy Munro uh, joining us and Sandy is a wife, a mommy of one son and a doggy, and also an intuitive life mentor. She lives in sunny Florida, where she gets to enjoy being outside every single day and sunny weather most of the days. Um, She has been intuitive her whole life, and it's her mission to help women connect to their intuition in a strong way so that they may always feel supported and guided. She focuses on helping women through a holistic approach to well-being and joy in their lives. And she does this through helping uh, women strengthen their connection to their intuition and through helping them find and release the stuck emotions that are holding them back so that they may be able to create the life they want. So Sandy, welcome. I um, must tell you, Hi, as I was reading it, I just, it touched my heart and um, I so love this and I love the work that you're doing. And I also uh, wanted to share the intention we set for this conversation um, with everybody listening. So what we set out to do with this conversation is really to nurture women who are ready to show up for themselves and create the life they deserve. Yes, I love it. Yes, yes, it's so powerful. So why don't you um, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got here? Hey, yeah, sure. I am originally from South Florida. I'm now in Central Florida, although I moved around a little bit, but I'm back. (laughs) Um, So uh, yeah, like I said, I've been intuitive my whole life. Um, I didn't, I don't think I really realized that there was something there or a difference about me in that way because I was raised around women like my mom and her best friends that also spoke about it like I remember one of her best friends who's kind of like a second mom to me I still talk to her I remember when I was very young like eight or something her saying we, we would all walk together in the neighborhood because she had her own kids and we would all walk together and I remember her just telling all of us um the sixth sense is real. Your intuition is real. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, and it tells you exactly what you need to know in your life to, to, um, um, so that you can live like a good life. 
the problem is, is that most people don't listen to it, but that you all have it and it's there. So your, your um, journey is going to be to learn to listen to it. Wow. And so, and she would just share with us stories like of her own life and, you know, times that she didn't listen and, and, but she had known in her gut that that wasn't where she should be, but she went anyway or things like this. And so I kind of was just raised with that. And then my mom's the same way I can talk to her. It's, you know, I think I can talk to her even more now, probably because I'm an adult, because I I've now had like really like crazy conversations where they're talking to her about energy even, and I'm like, mom, you know, you know, this and this and that and energy, and she's like, oh yes, energy is very real. <laughs> like, wow. She goes into like her own thing, um, with it, and I I don't think I had even realized even when I was young that um she really was into all of this but it makes sense if I'm like this that I must have gotten it from somewhere and she it, she was it was there so. That's beautiful. No, so you kind of, from being a little child, kind of you were made, kind of there were conversations about intuition. And so you kind of have kept it front and center as a real thing, right? Because sometimes, you know, yeah, you might be connected with it as a child, but somehow it gets, you lose it. Like somehow that there's something, so what, ha- like, what would you say is the role of intuition in our lives and maybe more specifically in our careers and how can it serve us? Interesting. Yeah, that's a really, that's funny. That's a really good question. Cause it's one that like, I still like ask about and uh, try to understand in deeper and deeper ways. Cause I feel like, uh, more we go in depth into our journey, the more we realize that um, for me, intuition is basically the way we can commune with a higher power. Mm -hmm. So the way I see it is that when we're connected um, through our crown chakra, right? um, You're receiving from a higher power. And then what you receive as intuition is actually you communicating with that higher power and that's why it feels so right mm-hmm. and there's a lot in the language whether it's like your higher self or you know your inner guidance right inner guidance yeah. or, um inner wisdom you know I've like been around with all of this I've spoken to other people and they'll tell me things and you know they'll call it a spirit guide or they'll call it God or or wisdom different names and I'm like and I always go back and I'm like okay but everything you just explained to me is what I call intuition so so um to and that that's how I like to communicate it about it because I think it makes it more accessible Mm -hmm. regardless of what your beliefs are right or what Mm -hmm. you call it personal beliefs yeah Yeah. I think intuition is always what makes it more accessible so that's how my husband and I talks about he says the same things like I'd rather just call it intuition than be talking about spirit guides (laughs) to that right and that kind of yeah I'll ask it and I'll say like well what are you called and like it doesn't seem to care and I've actually called it different names throughout my own journey and it didn't care the information I was receiving still felt the same was the same so I think it's just this like I'm saying so what I mean by that is I I think it's this connection with a higher power so that we have a remembrance of who we are while we're here and what we're meant to do while we're here I think that's part of it yeah no that's so beautifully said and I agree that it doesn't matter really kind of the label because it can mentally kind of stop or put a block 
for so oh, yeah people, especially if um, you're afraid of speaking to like an angel or a spirit guide then you're really gonna have a block like i don't want to speak to anybody right or if you <laughs> I don't, don't want to yeah certain <laughs> religion or beliefs but yeah. i feel it it's it's in in your heart right mm -hmm. it's it's that part of you um, that is the love in your heart but what would you say why do we and I would think that it's very important in your journey to find your purpose right to find a job and a career you know if it's in that form or for some it might end up being you know their own business or whatnot but to find um, your own bliss right or kind of on your journey where you actually end up in a position where you're looking forward to Mondays versus you know just needing to weekends and vacations to recover from so how why do we get so disconnected mm -hmm. from that inner kind of guidance and how can we start reconnecting yeah so um, I work one-on-one -on, -one on clients and that's um, part of the reason is I think um, and why I feel called to do that is because it's so individual. People have actually very different blocks. It's not just like okay. one thing. Um, and so um, through through one-on-one, -on -one, I can figure, we can figure that out. I receive okay. intuitively like what's going on. But um, so, but there are different ones. One of them is it, it could start very young. Um, if you, um, children are very intuitive, like my son, I noticed that he is very intuitive, extremely, um, um, in the way I see him interacting with the world. It's, it's, it, at, at, and that's how it has to be, right? Because they start off this world, not being able to communicate. Mm -hmm. So that's what allows them to basically like stay alive is, 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 is being able to move around this world intuitively and understand what's going on intuitively, um, with themselves and with the people around them. Um, and so the, so it starts off that way, but it can start off extremely young, if you're in an environment where like you you intuitively sense something like something's wrong with you mom like or or, or um, um you know you try to communicate in some way to something to your parents and they're like no 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 everything's fine and so then they start to um question the knowledge they have intuitively that sense of like i felt like you weren't feeling okay but you're telling me you're okay so i must be wrong because i'm just a child what do i know mm. right Mm. And so then we start to like think, okay, whenever I have these things, I'm just making more of it than what it is. And I just need to pay attention to what people are telling me because that's, that's the truth. These are just ideas that have in my head. I yeah. That's mm -hmm. one, one huge one I, I, that I see, especially because I can see the difference because of, I said how I was raised with my family and it was like, you listen to it. And so if you're told not to, uh, that's going to be a huge block. And this and then there are other um blocks of like fear just really afraid of what you're gonna receive you're gonna you know you think that it's gonna completely like break you in some way like i don't i can't understand it um i can't explain other than some people just have a, a real sense of fear yeah. of what they will receive that you know that they, they won't be able to handle it in some way that it'll just be too much for them mm -hmm. and then um the there there are uh so some then there are just kind of things that happen in this world like some kids became afraid of the dark 
mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And um, so that means that they're afraid when they're by themselves in that stillness to really be in it, mm -hmm. you know, if they have that fear. And so I actually had a, a client like that, that it, um, it started when she was little, she was afraid to go to sleep at night because of the dark. She was afraid she wasn't going to wake up. Mm -hmm. And so, and when you're meditating and receiving insights, you are in a kind of like a different space like that, right? Kind of similar to maybe when you sleep sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so that was blocking her from receiving her intuition um, because she had that fear that came all the way from childhood. But once we released that blockage, that fear, uh, she started getting like into uh, intuition, like all the time, all day. It's been really wow. to see. So that's what I mean. It can be very different and very individual. Mm -hmm. so fear so it's kind of what you're saying is one is feedback where you kind of felt something and like about a situation or we're reading a person or a situation and then we're told no essentially it's not true right or it's not accurate and then you start kind of that questioning of yourself right? and then fear I mean I think fear is a big one and mm -hmm. so yeah. what would you say um, what, how can people start taking the steps to like reconnect, you know, reconnect what is that, what is their inner intu intuition and guidance? The easy, uh, one of the, um, activities I always do with my clients is to just kind of start to, uh, remember things that have already happened in their lives. So just start to, and write them down because they're good feedback for you. Mm -hmm. um, and in building your confidence of moments that you did, you know that it was your intuition. And I say that because people think they don't have an intuition, but we all do. Mm -hmm. And especially if you've ever had like a pivotal moment in your life, your intuition was involved in a huge way. Like some a moment where your life just completely changed in some way. Mm -hmm. Usually your intuition was right there with you, guiding you. Um, but people kind of dismiss it in some way. So, yeah. so it's, so I have them do this activity, um, while I'm working with them of, uh, okay, like, let, let's talk about this. Like, cause there's at least one in your life that you can remember. And then they'll remember, or like, oh, I have this instance and they didn't think about it before. And I'm like, but I, you're right. I, I now that I can think about it, I felt guided because there was no reason for me to do that, but it did change um where my life then trajected to right mm -hmm. and so um, so then when they start to realize that they've already had those moments that starts to build the confidence of yes I do have it I just need to tune into it more so if just remembering one instance at least one yes yeah. no, you're gonna have so many and I always say you actually have so many because the way I see it is a higher power guiding you that wants the best for you that is just pure love mm -hmm. so you're actually going to have so many, you're going to see so many, oh my gosh, like you've been with me mm -hmm. this whole time, this divine being has been with me, has been guiding me, I've always mm -hmm. been okay, I just didn't realize I was okay, and you're going to have that experience, but at least try to remember one in the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, I can totally see that, so if you, it's kind of like you build back mm -hmm. the trust, right, if you can, if you can recall one, right, so you start with one, and it sounds like even um, being grateful for that and then yes. the others might naturally start to unfold. So this is kind of more in hindsight, right? In hindsight, yes. 
can be 2020, mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. And then you're like looking back, it's so clearly to see whether it was, you know, work, but it's also other areas, relationship. Oh my God, like, what was I doing? Why was I there? Why was I in this job? Why didn't I leave sooner? Why didn't I see it clearly? So how can we take that and now apply to our future, right? To the next steps. And I think the biggest thing that comes up or I hear people say is, Okay, so I'm in my job, but I feel this inside. And to me, it sounds like what you're talking about, that that is that intuition, mm -hmm. that longing for that something is missing. You know, mm -hmm. this like this feeling that runs in the background of like a slight dissatisfaction, right? And like you change a job and it goes away because you're excited or there's new boss, new opportunity, new, you know, whatever team, people, clients, you know. And then six months, nine months later, that voice comes back. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah totally. Is that intuition? No, that's not intuition. Well, that? uh, well, I mean, it depends. I would have to like know exactly of okay. an actual person. This is like totally makeup. But what I was thinking as you were telling this story um, and what I uh, was receiving um, was, but again, this is a totally makeup person, so. <laughs> but if we're going this route, what I think is that, okay, so we have these filters of the world and what the world and what we're supposed to be doing, right? Okay. Okay. So when you get, um, you, so what you have to listen to um, isn't so much the excitement necessarily all of the time. And because like you could be excited because you've been conditioned and habituated to be excited about certain things in your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, like, because like, you know, you're, this is what you're supposed to be doing. So, and now you're doing it and you're, you know, um, um, so, um, it, so it's not so much that, but like, when are you receiving it? Do you feel inner peace? And that's when you mm -hmm. really know that what you're receiving mm -hmm. intuition and, 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 it, and it, and I say that because it's always peace at least for me in my experience. Mm -hmm. and, and when I talk about it with my clients, that initial jolt is always inner peace. It's just a calm of everything's okay, all is well. And I think that's why that kind of reverber, um, that's kind of said a lot in prayers or things like that, like all is well, right? We're at mm -hmm. peace. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but it, it's like for a second, it's like a nanosecond and people could miss it when they get that like stillness that peace of this is for me mm -hmm. and it can go straight into now you're with you're surrounded by people and I'm oh I'm excited instead mm -hmm. or um uh uh or fear mm -hmm. of I don't want to do this and stuff but at first you had peace so you have to be you have to become self-aware enough of, of starting to notice those little nanoseconds of what happened mm -hmm. first where you first afraid or were you first at peace and then your mind your brain turned yeah. on and now you're afraid mm -hmm. or you know were you at was your first um little jolt like this isn't for me but then your mind started to say oh you're gonna be making six figures and yeah. start, you know and then you, you have, get a key, you have more responsibility or you're growing you know, you know? your path yeah so, 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 so there's a difference going on with what's going on in here. And we feel like here in our heart and in our mind, the mind's always going to create a story. So you have to become in tune with your heart. Your heart knows all truth. Mm 
and you have to become aware of of what it is that you felt first so that's what I'm saying like the excitement isn't necessarily a thing because you could have at first had a knowing of I don't that's not for me but then your mind said oh I can get a new house I can get a new car with this I can and then you get excited like what do you, why were why did you think it wasn't for you like this all these good things when like there could be something completely different for you mm-hmm. that's and it's going to be way better because it's for you um tailored to who you are as a spiritual and being in a body but you're missing out on it because then your mind made this story and it made you think that's that's a good thing sure no i completely understand that and how so what would you say what can people so because i do hear it you know, quite a bit from women, right? Where you're, you're in a job, but there's this inside, there's this feeling that something's not, something's missing. This is not quite it. And the longing, right? For full expression, right? For, for fulfillment, and that there's something bigger and that this form, right? There's something, you know, it's not quite doing it. So how, what can people do to start Um, you know, what would you call that? Mm -hmm. I would call it um, that you're uh, tuning to the fact that you're not currently aligned. Okay. Right. And And you're feeling that misalignment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, um, and you, and you know, you're not aligned, so you don't feel quite right anymore Mm -hmm. in your space and with what um, you're doing. And I do have to add, sometimes it doesn't mean you didn't listen to your intuition. Uh, because life's a journey and we can live a hundred plus years, right? And yeah. so I do think that we grow and that all everything that we're doing are growing steps. Yes. So it totally could have been that this was right for you at the time because you were meant to learn something there. And then your soul is starting to say, okay, you learned what you were supposed to learn here. We need to move on now because you're not growing from this anymore. Okay. So that's beautifully said. Thank you for that, Sandy. And so how then how do we <clears throat> because the first natural thought is okay, now I have to find a job, right? Mm-hmm. Find that career. Yeah. What will be that next step? What will, you know, where will I feel, you know, fill that missing that will fill that missing void and help me show up, you know, feeling joyful, feeling in my element and looking forward to Monday, Tuesday, not only Friday. Yeah. yeah. So it's a journey and um, it starts with the acknowledgement that I'm the one feeling this. Uh-huh. And if I were to talk about it with my husband or um, a mentor or whoever, they're not me. And so whatever they say isn't about me. And, you know, um, so you, you can't actually go to other people for advice because they're mm-hmm. not you and they don't understand what's going on. Um, with you and they don't have a little like paper saying oh this is you know um, Sandy's life it's supposed to unfold this way here that's what you're supposed to do Um, they don't have that you have that map inside of you and it's and it's unfolding and it's ongoing and you get one step at a time Mm -hmm. and so you have to when you're having that um, because everybody wants to then like go out to people and ask everybody all the questions right Um, that makes you more confused that makes you way more confused and you start to doubt yourself and you start to think, okay, well, I'm hearing I'm a lawyer and I should be happy. So why am I not happy? And so then you're just doubting yourself now again, because mm-hmm. something must be wrong with me because I'm not feeling how I'm supposed to be feeling for somebody who's done what I've done. So something's wrong with me mm-hmm. where 
nothing's wrong with you. This is just your heart now guiding you. There is something out for you. And you just need to take a moment for a bit, a month or two, however long it is for you to go inward, to meditate, to keep asking, okay, what's my next step? And just wait for that moment. Because some, because just because you're feeling it right now, doesn't always mean you're going to get the response right away. Everything, um, like I said, is a journey and there's a right timing for things. For example, I was a teacher mm-hmm. in Indiana and I, um, I loved my job. I actually strongly knew that I had been called to do that. And um, during that, many people have all sorts of different intentions for why they teach, but mine actually went beyond the education part of, you know, how to read, you know, how to write, you know, how to do things. It Mm -hmm. was, it was um, spreading um, love to these kids that were coming from um, uh, broken homes and things like Mm -hmm. this. That was actually my bigger um intention because I I it sounds corny maybe but I feel like all love love solves all things I really do I think that if 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 the kids received love Mm -hmm. and that they would at least have an experience of it what it can look like that they could grow up have that with that understanding of it and that they could follow that 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 guidance that loving guidance and I would pray Mm -hmm. for them and do stuff like that and I would have um uh adults you know that come and like you know, you know, they look at you, what what are you doing and stuff like that. And, um, and they would be like, how are you doing this? Like the kids are fully engaged. They love being here. You see the joy on their faces. Like, what are you doing? And this was of course, before I do now, what I do now. So I, I didn't consider myself a teacher of that. And so in my mind, I'm like, I know exactly what I'm doing, but I don't like, they wouldn't understand what I'm doing. So uh, and I would give some like surface response because I right. didn't how to explain to them that if they wanted to see this in their classrooms, they would have to do the inner work. They would have to change themselves mm-hmm. and not be um, looking at only at the external um, because that's what I had done. And that's why I would go in there with the intention always to love them, to see them. Um, and so when they would create things and stuff, you know, like see what they had done and just keep building that confidence with them to keep creating. If they had an idea, rather than just saying no, I would say, I would think first, is this doable? Can I do this? Could we do? Uh, yeah, okay, it's doable. Okay, I'll say yes. Let's, and I would uh, like, I would project it on the screen. We'd do Google, we'd be like, okay, let's figure out how to do this together. And it'll be a group project. Mm-hmm. And so, like things like this. And so, all of that to say is like, I loved it. Like I'm trying to explain, I loved it. It was what I was supposed to do. And then at some point I got that you're not supposed to be here anymore. Like somehow knowing oh. that it was my, I, it was time for me to move on. Okay. And I kept praying and praying about it. Like maybe starting September or something like that. I was talking to my husband about it or maybe right before that some, at some point, but then, um, but we didn't know how, because it wasn't just going to be stopped doing that, but a move, because it, it wasn't just that job, but it was just, just a whole change, you know, of, mm-hmm. of no longer being in Indiana. And I'm not originally from there. Um, and I kept like, uh, here, I kept asking, and I just kept getting back and not yet, and not yet, and not yet. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so we just, you just keep going on your merry life, not yet, and just enjoy where you are right now, just still be there, you know? And then one day, I, um, 
because I did know this is going to be at some point I'm going to have to have my resignation letter. And so I wrote my resignation letter. And then I asked again, like, okay, is it now? Like, yeah. and, like, <laughs> you know, like, and I have the letter in my hand and I received back, Sandy, if you want to do this, now is the right time. And I didn't uh, know what that meant at that time, but what it meant was that now a door had been opened and I could leave this and something new was about to open for me. And wait, I mean, did you, wait, did you have lined up something else? No, no, that's, that's the trust part. That's the trust part, but I, that's, some trust. I, that's the trust part, but I knew that it, what it meant was that this door could now be closed that something was about to open for me and I don't know I just have like this child faith or something so people might call it like you're crazy but I just knew that it was going to work out and that's when you know you are intuitively connected there's just a piece about it and I was able to for um to give that resignation knowing all was okay like everything was going to be okay like I didn't know yet what it was going to be but it was all going to be okay and within and then it all happened quickly. And what it ended up being hindsight was, is if I hadn't quit then, then we wouldn't have been able to travel to Florida for interviews. And we wouldn't have been able to pack and everything quickly because it all happened in a month. Wow. So quickly traveling, quickly coming back, packing, and then driving back home, back to Florida. And that was the window and it had been opened. Wow. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, so you have to, so it, it, I'm not saying people are going to start there. <laughs> right, you're sharing your story. Um, but that that is uh, that's how it can work. And it, it and um, but people get lost sometimes. I, I, Tyler Perry has a story uh, where he he kept like praying to God and kept thinking and get because sometimes what you're getting isn't isn't your intuition. It's what you want. It's your filter. It's your belief system. It's it's your own mind creating it. Mm -hmm. And so people have to learn to distinguish between the two. And so he kept getting that this time was going to be it and he could quit his job. And he did that like six times. And no, it was always a flop. That's <laughs> so, funny. Yeah. So, um, so basically I say that story to mean like if you're getting something, don't quit your job like right away or anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, um, for me, like, I guess I was just there and I knew, and, um, um, and that, like I said, that gave me that time. Cause you have to, uh, you know, to, do everything that needed to be, uh, to be done. But if you're starting out and you're not really sure this is your intuition or not, don't quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. No, that's, that's a good answer. Then <laughs> I completely agree. So one of the things that you shared was, um, meditation, it sounds like to connect, to mm -hmm. really start reconnecting to that voice and that inner guidance is so that's being in stillness yes so by yourself with yourself yeah so I'm glad that you mentioned that because there was a, something I meant to say when you asked that other question about how to um, how to start how, walking taking those yeah. steps yeah yeah and I talked about not listening to people and then the second part is you have to relax you cannot create with the divine in stress out mode. And you cannot hear clearly in stress out mode. There are blockages everywhere when you're stressed out. So you have to find a way to just relax. If you're feeling tension in your body, you're not relaxed. Mm. If you're having all these thoughts going around in your mind, you're not relaxed. You have to learn. And I teach that um, in the healing circle. Um, how to 
really relax to to release all tension in your muscles to release to clear your mind um, and be in a space of, of peace and know that all is well and that that you're, that you're okay and from that space that is when you can receive life force energy mm. that is when healing happens in your world and that is when you can receive inner wisdom but when you are like grasping and you're um having all this anxiety or um and just stress and we live in a stressed world mm -hmm. um that we take in from other people or our own stresses um you're you're just not gonna hear you might hear a little sometimes but it's not gonna be this real um connection like it can be right and they're like as you're talking like i have like oh i want to ask about this and about that and so I'm glad you brought it up because these moments, which you're talking about the peaceful, right? The centered moments, okay, in your experience, it seems like it's far and few between. So you get up, you make breakfast oh, no. for your kids, your family, then the day starts and then your difficult clients and demanding, uh, you know, uh, whatever you need to deliver for all the other, you know, people on the team, the meetings start. And then, you know, the evening you need to take your child to this practice, right? And then you also have to be a good wife, right? Mm -hmm. And a good friend and your friend calls while you're on back-to-back -back meetings. And then you feel, you know, and it's like, where do you find these moments of connection to yourself and the peace yeah so um i need a moment uh to um suspend belief if you could just suspend belief for a moment and that maybe you can believe me when i say this you can get to a place where it's not i have to make breakfast it's not this and you're in that moment all the day mm. where you're always connected and you're always at peace that moment comes when you realize that your peace doesn't exist outside of this and you also realize that you were if you're open to it and to realize your part and your responsibility in your life that you were the one creating that stress that there's mm -hmm. nothing stressful about making breakfast there's mm -hmm. nothing stressful about talking to other people mm -hmm. um and um, knowing how to set up boundaries, energetic boundaries, so that if anybody is stressful, so there are some skills that need to be learned for sure. But if you can set up energetic boundaries so that if you are dealing at any time with someone's stress, you're not feeling it in your body because you shouldn't. You should have energetic boundaries where that's not happening for you. Um, and within that, you can live with that all day. And it's a journey and it's uh, be being self-aware. It, and it starts with starting to notice. What I say is if you've never, because some people, they've completely lost how to calm down. You know, you were to school for 12, 13 years, you know, K through 12, and then you're in college and everything was always demanding you something, of you, mm -hmm. demanding something of you. And for a lot of us, because um, I don't mean this in a bad way, but school isn't necessarily like a mission. Like you're not necessarily doing something for other people, right? Like you're just there uh, the learning. Checkbox, anyways, right? The checkbox, right? But it's not this meaningful thing for you. Maybe you really like to dance, and that's what you wish you could be doing instead. Right. You really like to draw, and you just wish you could be in your room painting all day. But you're in school, mm -hmm. and so you've, you've lived all of these years of not listening to what you actually want to be doing, what you want to be growing, what you yeah. want to be 
um, watering, you haven't been allowed to do that. And, and, mm -hmm. and that continuous of not listening to your, not because you, you, it wasn't your fault, right? It's society. Mm -hmm. We created this for ourselves. You get wound up and you get wound up and you get tight and you feel all that tension in your shoulders, in your hips, mm -hmm. in your, in your legs, wherever it, it starts to be all over in your neck. And, um, uh, so what I always say, if that's you, if that's where you've gotten to, is to get an acupuncture, get a massage, do something that you know legitimately is going to release all that tension and be self-aware when it's all done. Like, how do I feel right now? Okay, I feel calm. I feel peace. Okay, now you know what it's supposed to feel like because some people, I saying this because some people have forgotten what it's supposed to feel like. So you need to do something actually external to remember. It's kind of like a body intervention. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you need it. You need yourself like massage. You need the acupuncturist. I'm all about having a team around you of support. Okay. Or and, walk, um, right? In nature or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Mm, but if you're wound up, you need to remember what it's like to feel not wound. And so I really recommend that massage there or something like that. And then be in the stillness, like after, while you're doing it and after you're doing it, take that moment, like, and, and just scan your body. Where are your shoulders now? They're no longer up here, they're down here. How is your pelvis feeling? How is your back feeling? Just notice how your body is feeling and make a mental note. I remember now how to be in this space when I start to get wound up again, I'm choosing to make a mental note to notice. Mm -hmm. So now you can create choice into your life of how to come back to peace and relaxation. Mm -hmm. But that's hard to do if you're already wound up. So we need to get you unwound first. Mm -hmm. And then and then it's a it's a self-awareness process and it's a it's a choice. It's, it, it has to be a choice because you can always allow life to just sweep you up and take you anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, and allow people's expectations of you and just anything just come into you and allow it to be part of your life. So you have to um, come to that place and, um, and, 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 and reconnect with yourself, even if it happens through acupuncture, whatever it is, you know, because if, you, um, if you've been wound for so many years, you're gonna need that external help. Like doing a, a little yoga session you're probably going to still have this tension, you know, like a little 30 minute is not going to do it. Um, uh, but a professional, you know, that, that, that knows what they're doing, they could help you. Right. And mm -hmm. so, um, it, and like, and then, I, and after that, like I said, it, it, it has to be a choice and it, and, um, and, and there's power with that because choice is intention. Mm -hmm. Now you're putting attention to that. I, choose to no longer be swept up by the stresses of life I choose how I want to experience my life mm -hmm. and so when you start to notice you're waking up in the morning and you have to make breakfast for your kid and you're starting to tense up you're like wait a minute is a lion chasing me right now no wait a minute is anybody attacking me right now mm -hmm. no. That's what the stress response is made for, right? It's, it's fight or flight. It's mm -hmm. meant so that you literally, all of your energy is taken away from your organs, your digestion, which is why stress is linked with digestion problems. And mm -hmm. is now all of that energy is that is placed into your muscles, your legs, Extreme. and your hands. So you can go running away. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not actually in danger. There is nowhere to run. So instead you're, you're just standing there contracted 
and having contracted thoughts in your mind because your body reflects your mind. So if you want to change what's going on in your mind, you have to do it through your body. Okay. That is such a beautiful explanation. And then is that, um, so that can be one of the portals, right? To start accessing change. And then does it mean also you have to work out because naturally we had to, right? We ran, we did something physical, right? To escape the tiger or, you know, escape the danger um, mm -hmm. to work out those stress hormones. Yeah. So some people, yeah, sure. Activity does help release the stress, but you're, you're, you're right there having breakfast. You can't do it right now. Yeah. But and then you have some coffee on top of it. Yeah. So the way that it starts at first, you're going to have to uh, have some way of letting it out every day, whether the gym or walking, whatever. Right. Okay. But once you get to the place of, of, you know, having a, uh, done the meditations and stuff like that and I teach um you know how to do this how to go inward and stuff like that now it's almost like inner alchemy well it's not it is inner alchemy yeah. now when you're noticing that you're stressed out just bringing that awareness to it you can internally change you can choose to change you can internally like uh, relax the tension in your muscles you can internally do everything and, and 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 choose to relax you know but I don't expect people to be there um after this podcast yeah. <laughs> that takes um dedication that takes uh, that's skill mm -hmm. um and um and you just keep growing and, and growing it and it gets to the point where your whole day is in meditation your whole day is when you're with somebody you're there you're presently there I'm looking at you I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm mm -hmm. here and I'm not in here mm -hmm. um thinking about what I'm gonna say after you stop talking <laughs> you know yeah. and, um things like this um and so, yeah, I had to, so when you start, you have to notice those moments. Um, and uh, yeah, at first it's gonna be th probably through uh, mainly working out at least once a day of, mm -hmm. of being able to release it and even um, doing sounds, you know, like, like uh, um, uh, getting us sounds out, you know, in a strong way, like an ah or something like that, right? really starts to relax the muscles or when you're noticing that you're getting tense because now you're hanging that self-awareness now intentionally contract all of your muscles contract your facial muscles contract okay. your shoulders contract your hands your feet everything just for 30 seconds and then let it go you know and so you add these little tools throughout your day because you can't always be working out or you can't always be meditating um yeah. but you, anybody can do these small little things of if nobody's around you know uh, or 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 this you know and just letting it go or tapping i tap i know how to tap i don't do that for the stress stuff i do that to release blockages but mm -hmm. um if you're if the stress is being caused by a strong emotion you're having um that's overwhelming you then you know tapping would help because now you're releasing that trapped emotion which sometimes can happen in your day sometimes you think you're reacting to what's happening right now when really you're almost having like an emotional flashback something about this is recalling something that happened to me in my past that's still stuck mm -hmm. in my body and now I'm reacting to this in a bigger way and then again that's where self-awareness comes in you have to be aware of like Mm -hmm. Why is this making me stressed out? Again, nobody's holding a gun up to me. Nobody's like, why am I stressed? Is it, is it how I'm choosing or not choosing? Am I, um, have I forgotten that I have a choice of how I feel, which is okay. 
don't beat yourself up for it. <laughs> this is yeah, yeah, it is just just be amused by it. Like, oh, I forgot I have a choice. Okay, I choose now, you know, to bring peace back into my life. Or is this triggering me? You know, is this reminding me of my childhood in some way or something that happened at some point? And I'm what I'm really feeling is that anger from the past that hasn't healed yet. Mm -hmm. You know, and so so this but this is all inner work and um and this is all uh, learning to tune ourselves to what's going on inside and it and it takes practice um, to learn what your body is telling you. Did you enjoy today's conversation with Sandy and possibly even had a takeaway that you can apply to your own career in life? If so, also check out Sandy on Instagram at a joyful life lived. That's a is an apple and joyful life lived all together. Uh, and also join me on Facebook at Create Your Best Career Podcast Community. If you can, you can just search it in groups. Again, Create Your Best Career Podcast, and send a request to join. It's a free community where I will share more of the clips and ahas from conversations with different guests and different mindset, heart set, uh, as well as more technical advice all designed to empower you to really live your best career and design a career where you can truly fall in love with and look forward to Mondays. If you know another woman who is not 100% happy in her current position, please share this podcast. This will allow us to be uh, seen by more people, get in front of the right people and grow the community and give us a rating. Um, again, that's another way to spread the word. And my mission is really to empower women to live the career of their dreams. And for each of us, it means different things. But I know and I want you to believe in yourself and, and every woman to believe in her full potential and really step into it. So I'm sending you lots of love. Uh, read the podcast and share it with a woman that you know isn't 100% happy with her current job.